I'm Megan Hale, and you're listening to The Enoughness Revolution, a feel-good podcast on creating joy in life, work, and love. Join me every Monday and Thursday for practical tools that speak to the soul to create a life you love. It's Transformational Thursday, sisters, and I am so excited for our episode today because I have been (laughs) trying to get this girl on the podcast for a couple of weeks now to come and talk to me about her process that she created called the Life Map because I find it to be a great time of year to really reflect on your life journey and own it a little bit more, which is what her process is all about. So I am so glad to be talking to Sharon Stokes today. She's a certified life coach who studied at the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching, and she's also worked as a coach at Matthew Hussey's five-day lifestyle retreats where she's had the opportunity to help transform the lives of countless women and been voted as one of the top trainers. She's the creator of the Life Map and the Year of Me program, and she's also a writer and expert who's been featured in the Huffington Post, Bustle, Eat This, Not That, fashion magazine, and various television and radio shows. Sharon is a certified fitness instructor currently teaching Body Jam and Jillian Michaels' Body Shred program. That's that's a tough one. I've actually tried that one. Through her work as an instructor, she has been able to create lasting connections with her clients and inspires them to live healthy, happy lives. She's also worked in the media for over 10 years as a segment producer for CTV's eTalk and the Maryland Dennis Show. Through her media career, she's had the opportunity to interview A-list of and coach lifestyle experts to peak performance for television. She has the ability to problem solve quickly, communicate with many different personality types, and can adapt to change easily. Sharon currently resides in Toronto with her little dog, Lucy, and we're going to be really diving into the life map today, what it's all about, why you might want to create your own, and where you can go from there. So I'm really excited to share a conversation with you. Without further ado, here is Sharon. Welcome back to the Enoughness Revolution, everybody. I have been dying to get this next guest on the podcast because she's going to be sharing a really awesome tool that just personally I'm excited to learn more about. Today, I am sharing space with the lovely Sharon Stokes. Sharon, thanks so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to chat with you today. Oh, me too. So, okay, I have been dying to know more about this life map process, what it is, what it helps women do, and I'm just so intrigued. So lay it on me. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So I created uh, my own coaching concept tool called the life map. And it was really interesting how it all came about for me. Um, Because when I first started my coaching business, it's just, it's been such an evolution with it. But when I first started, I didn't really know exactly where it was headed. And Mm -hmm. which was all part of my life map, which (laughs) Um, I ended up going to this conference. It was called the, I can do a conference, put on by Hay House. Yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah. Last year, super powerful, amazing speakers and authors. And I left, I left that conference feeling like I haven't fully told my story. Mm. And I felt like there was a big part of that missing in terms of my business and sharing myself um, with everybody. And so I left that conference and came home and just had this urge to write my story. So I literally sat at my computer and just went like way back to the very beginning and started to write. And as soon as I started 
writing my story, I just started to have all these different visuals of all the different places my life has taken me. Mm. And for some reason, the word life map popped into my head. I'm like, this is like my life map. I'm seeing how this one experience in life led to the next, which led to the next, which is like all these different roads going in all these different directions. And then it was just this massive epiphany moment that just hit me. And I realized how powerful of a tool it could be to help people understand where they've gotten and how certain experiences and events and people have really shaped who they are and have guided them to where they are today. So I, I started to, um, track my life map a little bit. And once I went through the process of going through it myself, I then started to work backwards a little bit and started to understand the steps that I would need to take people through to help them understand their own. Mm -hmm. Really, it's about understanding your limiting beliefs, being able to understand the fear that's attached to it, um, and being able to let it go and create that self-love for yourself, which by doing that will give you more confidence in the end. So I really call it the core confidence tool because Mm -hmm. once you're able to go through all those steps and understand yourself better and release all of those things, confidence just naturally starts to to grow and to build. Um, So that's basically the life map in a nutshell. But what I really love about it too is the language that goes along with it. Because I'm Mm. a big nerd. (laughs) I love metaphors. And as I was starting to develop this, just all these different metaphors were popping in my head. Like, okay, who are the backseat drivers in my life? Who have the passengers been? When have I shifted gears? When have I hit a roadblock? When have I listened or not listened to my inner GPS? And it was just so crazy how many metaphors in terms of going on a road trip or like having a map um, lends itself to a personal development journey. So I just had a lot of fun creating those metaphors and I get people to associate those to certain uh, experiences in their life. And it, I just find it helps them create more clarity and it almost labels what that situation in their life represented. So they have more understanding of what's going on and the different patterns that are coming up for them. Yes. Yeah. So like the first thing that comes to mind, so I I come from a psychotherapist background Mm -hmm. and one of um, my greatest influencers is in the way that I used to approach psychotherapy was Viktor Frankl, who is the author of Man's Search for Meaning. And he created um, logotherapy, which logos means meaning. And so his work was all around like how we give meaning to our life experiences And when I was thinking about this life map before I even knew anything about it, because I I went and checked on your website, which is beautiful. And I was like, oh my gosh, like really detailing every single piece of your journey and how one decision has led here and, and then led there and the growth that you got from that and how you went through a detour to end up to this place. Then you met this person. It really allows us to reframe like the meaning that we're giving our stories and our decisions and our life. And that's such a, such a huge piece, I think, of, of really owning, owning your story. Yes. And that's a huge part of the life app is I definitely want to help people own their story. Mm. That's, yeah, that's a big part of it. Oh, I love it. And I mean, I can so see like how this is a piece of confidence, right? Because I think a lot of times, like even in my own healing journey, there's been certain um, parts of my story where I've just... I felt shamed about some decisions that I made and I didn't want to own those pieces of myself. And anytime that we're holding on to that, I really feel like we're limiting the way that we feel about ourselves and how much confidence and courage and self-love and acceptance that we're really allowing into our lives. 
So doing that healing work, I think, is so powerful for just becoming more whole and more vibrant and more alive, right? Totally. It plays such a huge role in terms of how you show up in the world. And I think a lot of the time we don't, we don't think about looking back on our lives. We are always so focused on moving forward. What does the future hold? Where are we trying to head to? It's like creating that other part of the life map, which is the future part, but we never take a look back on the past. And there's so much we can learn from the past and so many things that are keeping us small that we aren't even aware of that we need to let go of to be able to create that future life map into something more than I think we realize we can make it. Yes. And I think the other thing is too, there's this, and I don't know about your story. I know for mine, there's been pieces of myself that I've almost like dismembered from. And I've kind of just left these pieces of myself behind because for lots of different reasons, not only because of shame, but just because maybe I got older and I didn't think that this part of me was as important as it was then. And what I have found is like by going back and looking at my journey and remembering with these these pieces of myself, what I'm doing is really reclaiming some wisdom that this part of me had that I didn't have access to before. One of those is the inner child. Um, The other one is like this rebellious spirit that really guided a lot of my adolescence who like fought back against all the rules. She's like this total renegade <laughs> and she's totally like vivacious and, and tough, you know, and I think I need her, but I also need this creative, imaginative little child in me too, who approaches life in like this awe and wonder. And, you know, she has such a different energy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like sometimes we get so boxed into like our adult frame mind and we can start taking life so seriously. Like, mm-hmm reflecting on these other parts of yourself gets you to kind of loosen up and experience life in a different way. Totally. And that's kind of part of my story as well. I, before I even did the, the life map, I went through the year of Sharon. So Mm. it was this year long journey and what prompted it was I got out of a seven year relationship and realized how much I lost myself in that and how much I really didn't know who I was. Mm. And once I started opening myself up, to all these different experiences and opportunities and just letting myself be free, I started to understand and realize how certain things like freedom and having fun and unleashing that inner child, how important they really were to me, but for how long I didn't actually allow myself to go there. And so that was a huge learning experience for me as well. Yeah. I think for me, um, a lot of my journey has been like pursuing this concept of enoughness, right? (laughs) I'm enoughness coach, the enoughness revolution, obviously. And what I realized is that I had become very, very serious on pursuing enough. So I would be enough. And I didn't really give myself any time to play at all. Cause I was like very, very rigid of who I thought that I needed to be in order to be enough. And so reclaiming this piece of the inner child, really brought a lot more like ease into my life, a lot more permission and a lot more fun. And I think as an adult, it's like having fun, like that's the whole point. If you're not having fun, like why are we doing this? Right? I know. I feel like we get so bogged down with all these responsibilities that we feel we have to do, which I mean, of course, yes, we all have responsibilities, but that doesn't mean that that has to take over your life. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're not allowed to also enjoy the good parts of it. I feel like Life as an adult, so many of us take it so seriously, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So tell me like kind of the process of the life map. Like what are some of the stages that you kind of walk people through? 
Yeah, so I actually, I'm really excited because I just launched um, a free four-step guide to creating your life map for anyone. Oh, so awesome. Yeah, because a lot of people were asking me, like, what are the steps? How do I do this? And as much as I take my own clients through it, I really just wanted to give other people the opportunity to try and work through it on their own. So Mm -hmm. uh, the first step that I have people do is to really write down the things in life that you're currently struggling with, the things that you're wanting more clarity around, um, things that you feel blocked by. So just to get those out on paper and then just put that aside. Mm -hmm. And then the next step is creating your timeline. So this is where you go back to the very beginning from where you remember. Usually it's from where you, you know, where you grew up, um, what showed up for you as a child, what did you enjoy, how did you spend your time, and really just in chronological order, just writing down all the things that you remember. Mm -hmm. And it can be really challenging for some people. A lot of us block certain things out. A lot of us, especially with our childhood, we don't really remember what it was like. And that's fine. Just write down what you remember. It's not like you have to think of every little detail because I find a lot of the time when I take clients through it, as I'm asking them questions, it prompts another memory that they Mm -hmm. like, oh, this happened. And this is why now I feel like this. And this is why I believe this story about me. Um, So I just get people, yeah, to create that timeline and then to take the life map guide, which includes all of those different metaphors, the different life map language. And I get them to associate every moment on their timeline with one of those metaphors to, again, give them more clarity about what that time in their life really represented. Mm -hmm. And then I created the life map question. So it's a time of total reflection. I give you a bunch of questions in that guide for you to reflect on and This isn't work that's supposed to be done quickly or on a surface level. Like this is work that requires you to dig deep and it might be a bit uncomfortable. Um, At first you might not even be sure how to answer one of the questions. Uh, But I really, I encourage people just have patience with the process and just answer the questions that you can. And once you have clarity around one part, then the next question might make a little bit more sense, but to work through it. And that's where I come in as a coach when I actually take people through it myself because I have the opportunity to ask them more specific pointed questions about their life map, whereas the questions in the guide are more, they're not generalized, but they make you have to dig a little bit deeper within yourself. Mm -hmm. And then the last part is the visual part of the life map. So I have people, and you don't have to be an artist to do this. I feel like a lot of people get (laughs) back with like, I can't draw. Trust me, I can't draw. And when I drew my life map, it was literally like a bunch of random lines in different directions. (laughs) So it doesn't have to look pretty. That's not the purpose of this. The purpose is just to create a row that represents, again, every item on your timeline. And you decide what that road looks like. Was it a bumpy road? Um, Was it a long road, a short road? Did it go left? Did it go right? And you just interpret your life through the creation of a map. And everyone's looks so different. This is what I love about it. It's a really creative process. Um, All my clients, I have a few examples on my website, but everyone's map is so different. And that's the beautiful part of it. But what I love about it is, is that you have this visual representation of your life. And for a lot of people, we don't realize how far we've come. And so being able to see Mm. people like that, you realize exactly all these different rows and how they've led you through life. And a lot of the time it allows you to feel kind of proud and accomplished with how far you've gotten as well, because we don't realize exactly how far we have come. Yeah. Um, yeah, So that's kind of the process. Those are all the steps that, that are laid out in that guide. And, um, 
yeah, it's, I really wanted to create something that was fun as well because personal development work can feel really heavy. Yeah. Serious <laughs> as can be, I also just really, because a lot of my values are fun and freedom and adventure. And that's why I really wanted to create something that um, reflected that. So that's why, you know, a lot of the images on my website are like me with like a roadmap, like with a car, like going on a road trip, like let's go on this journey together and have fun with it. I love it. So I'm really curious when somebody has completed their life map and they have all of this awareness now of where they've been, how does this translate into maybe where they want to go next? Yes. Great question. So that first part of the process where I said, write down those things that you're currently struggling with, Uh reflect back on those and start to see throughout the life map process where those same thoughts and those same patterns and those same beliefs are showing up and where they're now showing up for you with what you're struggling with now. Mm. And what you're going to be able to do is by looking back, you're going to understand and have more awareness as to why you felt that way. And that's going to help bring you more clarity as to why you're feeling that way now. And it allows you to shift your mindset and to look at things a little bit differently and to let it go. So you're then able to move forward and create whatever road is next for you but without all of this baggage. Yeah. I mean, I could totally see like looking back at where like current issues are, are occurring now and how they showed up in our life previously and having almost this inner aha of like, wow, like this fear, this belief, like this is related to something that's old and not even relevant anymore, but yet I'm holding on to it. Yeah. And you can change your story. We create these crazy stories sometimes about ourselves and about our life, but it's just in our own head. And who's to say that that story is true. It's just something that we've constructed for whatever reason. And when you're able to see that that story doesn't necessarily have to mean that that's true, that changes the way you tell your story moving forward. Yeah. I love that. So where I'd like to go from here is kind of talk about these three tips for creating joy. And we've, we've really talked about this unleashing your inner child, I feel like. Um, but are there any other tips that you might give somebody like how to actually do that? How to unleash your inner child? Mm-hmm. Oh, just honestly, think back to when you were a kid and think about the things that brought you joy. What did you like doing? How did you like to spend your time? And for me, I've always been very active. I remember being in my backyard as a kid doing cartwheels and handstands and jumping through the sprinkler. Mm -hmm. So I've started to do acro yoga and I've started to just do all of these things now, which take me back to that time when I was a kid. And I'm like, oh, like, no wonder I'm enjoying this now. This was a huge part of who I was back then. And it's been so nice and refreshing to tap back into that little girl. I love Um, that. Yeah, so I just I encourage people to think about the things that they used to enjoy, but maybe aren't incorporating in their li- lives anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, make time for it because that time that you can give yourself to do these things, they just help you create more balance and overall more fulfillment and joy in your life. Yeah, and I love how you've kind of translated this this little girl activity to the big girl Sharon's mm-hmm. world of doing acro yoga now to really reflect that fun of being like an acrobat doing cartwheels and flips all over the yard. And I think when we can get creative like that, because I think a lot of times when we think about our inner child, like, well, what'd you like to do? Well, color. (laughs) So that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to color now, but it means being some, doing something with color. Like maybe that's painting or maybe that's um, getting creative in a different way. Right. And just kind of opening yourself to explore what that looks like for you now. 
Totally. And even when I went through the year of Sharon and from that, I created an online program called the year of me. And I actually have a whole module, a whole section on unleashing your inner child. So that's definitely something that I'm a big advocate for, but it can be something as small as, you know, I have like Disney princess band-aids in my cupboard. And it's like just putting that on sometimes just like it gives me just that feeling of joy. I don't know why, but it's I get that way around glitter. (laughs) My husband is like, this stuff is all over the house. I'm like, isn't it fun? (laughs) He's like, not when I have to clean it up. I'm like, it's fun. (laughs) Yeah, but it can be however small. It can be, you know, it's whatever you want to make it. Um, Yeah. Doing crafts, whatever it might be. Absolutely. So your second tip here is surround yourself with amazing passengers. And I'm so curious what you mean by that. Yeah. So passengers, that's part of the life map lingo. And passengers are people who, they're like your support system. They're the people who have your back. They're the people that you can rely on. You know that they're not going to judge you. And I think it's really important that we find and we know who those people are in our lives. Um, Because you might have a lot of friends, a lot of family, they may not necessarily be the passengers in your life. Um, You want to make sure you find the ones that make you feel good. And I think that's really important to have joy in your life because when you're going through stuff, you need those people by your side and to be that sounding board or to just be there for you to help guide you through whatever it is you're going through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can look back on my own life journey and, really pick out some times where I didn't have some amazing passengers, mm-hmm. had some almost some toxic passengers and how Back greatly <laughs> taxi drivers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I can never drive good enough for them. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's a really big, big part. I think uh, like who we choose to surround ourselves with, because you know, when we're surrounded by people who don't believe in us or are judging us, it's really hard for us to cultivate that sense of inner confidence and and inner trust. But when you surround yourself with people who are really boosting you up and supporting you, like it's just a totally different experience. So I can see why that's so important. Totally. Yeah. You want people in your life who are going to lift you up, not bring you down. Absolutely. And so this third one, which I think is so much easier said than done is, is let go of expectations. Oh yes. This one's huge. Um, I always say, so there's kind of two parts to this. Whenever I make any, whenever I take action with anything or think of a big decision that I'm trying to make, I always ask myself two questions and it's, what's my intention with this? Like, what is the why behind it? And also, are there any expectations attached to it? So I'm already like having a moment here (laughs) because I think that that is a part of something that I don't do right now. I'm really great at setting intentions and asking myself what my intention is, but I am not as great as saying, but what's my expectation of this? And I think that is a really important piece to how like the success that you feel about something (laughs) or the failure. Yep. Big time. And a lot of the time, I don't think we're aware of the expectations we have. They're just kind of in us, like in our mind, but we're not aware that they are expectations. So when you can ask yourself that question and bring them to the surface, you all of a sudden have this awareness around it and you can kind of put things in check a little bit more and you know how you're showing up more in the situation, depending on what you're hoping for. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, yeah, that's the big one is just to be aware of them. Just being aware of your expectations is really the big part of it. 
Yeah. And so when we talk about letting go of expectations, what are some tools that you use to really kind of, because when I hear that, it's kind of like detached from the outcome. Like you can have a, a desire for something to go a certain way, but if it doesn't go that way, yeah. <laughs> kind of have this detached process as much as possible. Yeah. I usually, it's all about asking yourself a bunch of questions. It's like, okay, what's my expectation? How am I going to feel if this expectation isn't met? Mm. Why do I have this expectation? Mm. Um, how can I shift my perspective that if it doesn't work out how I'm expecting it to, but how can I still feel good about the process of going through it? Mm. And what things am I going to learn regardless? Yeah, that's such a positive spin on all that. Because I think regardless, like if, if we get to a place and things don't turn out as we expected them to, we still gained a lot in the journey there. Exactly. And sometimes it can be some hard lessons to learn. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's an easy process by any means, but I think by, again, just having that awareness and taking yourself through those questions, um, it's almost like you have more tools in your roadside assistance kit. I love it. <laughs> you can take with you um, as you go through the journey of whatever that decision is that you're trying to make. I love it. So for all of our listeners, if you want to connect with Sharon and learn more about the life map, you can visit her at SharonStokes.com. Sharon, is there any, any, oh, what? I'm in Canada. So oh, Sharon .ca. I'm sorry. <laughs> SharonStokes.ca. That's right. Thank you for correcting that. And is there any other place that you love for people to connect with you? Yeah, so I love connecting with people on social media. I'm mm -hmm. loving Instagram right now. I've been able to connect with so many people all over the world, which is really cool. I had a call with someone in Germany a little while ago. Love it. Really fun. Um, so yeah, you can find me there. Sharon.Stokes is my handle on there. Twitter at Sharon J. Stokes. I mean, even come find me on Facebook. Let's be friends. Yay. <laughs> um, and if you want to check out um, the free guide on how to create your own life map, it's SharonStokes.ca slash free force, uh, free, I forget the name of it. It's the link I think you're going to put there though, right? Yes. Yes. It's yeah. I'll put it in the, it's kind of wordy. So we'll put it down in the show notes, you guys, but it's free four step life map guide. Yeah. So I'll make sure you check that out in the show notes below. So you can create your own life map. I really, really dig this process. I think that it's going to create a whole lot of inner awareness for you about some the places that you've been and owning your, your journey and your story. And I think it's wonderful. I'm so glad you've created this, Sharon, and that you shared it with everybody on the podcast today. And thank you for being here. Oh my goodness. Thank you for having me and letting me share this process with people. I'm super excited about it. And I just I want to just try and help as many people as I can with it because I do feel it's a powerful tool. So if anyone has any questions, um, feel free to reach out to me. Um, I always love connecting with new people. I'm also doing a webinar next Wednesday, February 1st at 9 p.m. Eastern, where I take people through the life map process as well. So oh, you guys, y'all got to get on that. This is awesome. So not only do you get a freebie to create your own life map, but you can also connect with Sharon next week where she'll walk you through this even deeper. So definitely check that out. And is there a way for them to sign up for the webinar? Um, yeah. So if they sign up for the free guide, I'm going to be sending an email out with details about perfect. That. Yeah. And I'm also actually hosting a retreat in Costa Rica at the beginning of March where oh. I'm also going to be doing some group coaching with the life map process. So just another opportunity if you're interested in getting somewhere warm and being mm. around some incredible nature, um, another opportunity as well. 
Oh, I love it. Thank you so much, Sharon. And for all of our listeners, we will talk again soon.